Welcome to the Authentic Life Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Wusk. I'm a master certified life coach, author, personal trainer, and nutrition specialist. For over a decade, I've been helping people with their dreams and goals for their life and health. I spent many years watching people get frustrated with their journey in life and giving up on taking actions towards their goals. So I dug in deep to find answers to why so many of us face this same frustration and struggle in life. So in this podcast, we're going to dive in deep on topics surrounding what it means to consistently live a fulfilling and authentic life, where you are unstoppable in taking action towards your dreams and goals. So the only question is, are you ready to start living your most authentic and fulfilling life once and for all? Then let's get started, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, welcome, welcome. You picked a fascinating episode to join in on for the first time, and I say that every week. I mean it every week. I mean it very much this week because I've got some really cool stuff for you all this week. We're talking about the number one determiner of success or the number one predictor of success according to science. And I'm going to give you all three tools that I offer my clients that when you use them and implement them fully and properly in your life are going to help you to harness this knowledge of the number one predictor of success. Okay, so we are talking about creating success in your life when it comes to your goals, when it comes to creating the life that you truly want. And going after the things that you want to create in your life unstoppably and making them happen. So science has tried to explain throughout history why it is that some people, when they set out for a goal, they're successful and others are not. And they've pointed to many things throughout history from character traits to strategies that people use and implement, blah, 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 blah. But they haven't really been able to pinpoint what it is. So at first, science kind of, or not at first, but science has tried to point at things like character traits as being the reason why people would have success and other people would not. And then science would point at different strengths that people had or didn't have or practiced or didn't practice and tried to say that this is the reason why some people are successful and some people are not. And what the science actually showed is or realizes that there's such a vast combination of traits and strengths that can increase someone's chances into leading to success. But it's just as much as like a different combination. And there's so many different combinations that can lead to success that it was like, okay, well, that's that's not what it is. That's not what that's not the the determiner of success. So the personal development industry kind of came in and would point out, oh, well, then it's all about strategy. You know, you just have to have the right strategies and blah, 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 blah. And the more that science and and the personal development industry dove into looking at strategies, what we ended up finding is that, you know, some strategies work for some people and some of those strategies don't work so well for other people, while other strategies work really well for them and don't work well for other people. So it's not the strategies that determine whether or not a person will have success. And then we can talk about tools. And science can be like, okay, well, yes, some tools help people to have success and some don't and some help some people and don't help others and blah, 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 blah. So there's been all of this debate, debate, debate. And 
recently I read a research paper and research was really kind of looking into, okay, so how do we make sense of why it seems that some people are more likely to have success when they set out for a goal while others seem not to be? Like, what determines that? So research kind of looked at varying ways in which people have attempted to create plans for success, what they implemented, what they didn't, what seems to work, what does not, and, you know, what strengths they had. And so, And some surprising data came from this. They, they looked at so many different possible predictors, and some surprising data came from this that's really, really cool. The answer to why certain strategies work for some people and don't for others, and why certain character traits and strengths help with success with some people, but others it tends to work with other strengths and traits and other strategies. Ultimately, the answer to the biggest determiner of success when we factor in planning strategies, implementation of strategies, character traits and strengths, resources, all of that, this number that came out of this data equalized almost everyone when determining the chances a person had at success. It was a very specific measurement that stood out when they factored in all of these different possibilities. And the measurement was a measurement of time. Now, now, it's not the measurement of the amount of time that they spent trying to have success. That's not it. It's not the amount of time that they spent researching before they tried implementing success. It's not about the amount of time that they spent planning. It's not about the amount of time that they spent working on or building strengths before they started taking action. It's not about the amount of time that they spent on the action or the amount of time that they spent out of the... It's not that. The measurement was really quite surprising to me, but it makes sense. It was the measurement, the number one predictor of success was the measurement of time that it took from when a person received results that they didn't anticipate, that they didn't want, or that they didn't predict, the time from when they received that to the time when they would begin implementing a new strategy or plan of action, that amount of time was the biggest predictor of success. And here's what I mean. The shorter the amount of time there, the data showed, the people who had the shortest amount of time here in between receiving unpredictable or unpredicted or undesired results and when they would show back up again with a new plan of action, the shorter the amount of time there, the more likely the person was to have success. The people that had the smallest amount of time here had the highest rate or the highest frequency of success. So in other words, if we took 1,000 people and out of those 1,000 people, we'll say 20 of them took one day between the time that they got the unpredicted result and when they showed up with a new plan and started taking action. So we've got 20 people that did this. Out of these 20 people, more of them ended up having success than any group of people who took 1.5 days, 2 days, 3 days, 5 days, a week, or a month, and so long. 
And actually, the longer it took in time, the less likely the person was to have success. So we go back to these people who took one day. So if we took these 20 people that only took one day, basically what it showed is like 95% of them would likely succeed. And then if we looked at the people that took a week, maybe 75% of them would succeed. And then if we look at the people that took a month, maybe 50% of them would succeed. And those who took a year, maybe 20% of them would succeed. So in other words, the longer it took from the time that a person got unintended results to when they showed up with a new plan, that amount of time, the shorter it was, the more likely that they were to be a person that was going to have success in the long run. But the data goes even further. It gets interesting here, guys, so pay attention here. Because here's what scientists found out that explained why this statistic was affecting the result. And the truth was what they found was the people that took the least amount of time between when they received an unintended result and when they showed up with a new plan were the people that altered the least amount of their plan and strategy in the new action that they would take. So I got to thinking about this data, this data of the fact that the number one predictor is the amount of time between when we receive an unpredictable result or an unpredicted and undesired result and when we would show back up again with a new plan of action, that being the number one determiner, and that the number one determiner of how short that amount of time would be, how much of our plan we alter, I got to thinking, how do I use this data to help myself and help the people that I help to have success. And I came up with something for you all here. I came up with three tools, three tools that I use in my coaching practice that when implemented in the right way and fully in your life will both decrease the amount of time that you spend between when you get an unintended result and when you will show up again with new action, but will also reduce the amount of your original plan that you have to alter before you show up with a new plan of action, okay? So it's basically the tools that I know of and use as a coach that help with creating this, or I'm sorry, taking advantage of this data here that we're learning in science. Because when you implement them in your life, they will reduce the amount of downtime you have between when you get an unintended result and when you re-implement a new plan of action. And it will also reduce the amount of the old plan that you alter before you start planning or start taking action with a new plan. So here we go. Tool number one is predicting limiting beliefs ahead of time. Surrounding getting different results than anticipated. Okay? Now, there are a lot of other ways in which you want to predict your limiting beliefs. A lot of them. And I I utilize this tool in so many different ways with my clients other than this right here. But in, in taking advantage of this statistic right here, a way that we can use this tool is trying to predict limiting beliefs surrounding getting different results than anticipated. And then creating new beliefs around the idea 
that unpredicted results are supposed to happen here. They're going to happen. It's part of the plan. One of the biggest limiting beliefs that holds people back here, or category of limiting beliefs, is that unintended results are somehow a bad thing, or it means that you did something wrong, or it means that maybe you weren't meant to go after this goal, it wasn't intended for you. So our limiting beliefs here can really affect the amount of downtime that we have between when we get an unintended result and when we show up for new action. And for some of you, your limiting beliefs mean when you get an unintended result, the amount of time is indefinite. You will never show back up to take new action because your limiting belief says, oh, there's no point in trying again. And then for some of you, the limiting belief might be one that puts you into a shame spiral that takes a year before you'll even consider showing back up and taking new action. So I want you, before you even start taking action on a plan to go towards a goal, I want you to predict ahead of time, knowing that unintended results are supposed to happen. They are going to happen, period. Okay, so if that's true, what beliefs do I know are going to come up when that happens? I want you to think about this ahead of time. I want you to be really honest with yourself here. Think to yourself, I'm going to get unintended results. What do I normally think when I get unintended results? What do I notice myself doing when I think those things? What do I notice myself wanting to believe about unintended results? So it's going to happen when you get unintended results. So what are those things? What's going to come up? What is going to come up? Be really honest with yourself here. Because your best option is not to resist and hate that that's going to happen, but to know that your brain is still going to be a brain when you get unintended results. It's going to throw out these beliefs. It's going to happen. They're there. It will throw out old stories and limiting beliefs that are going to convince you to either stop moving forward or feel sorry for yourself for some unknown amount of time and believe that you did something wrong and convince yourself to indulge in shame for some extended period of time. It's going to do all of that. So knowing ahead of time that your brain is going to do that, can you predict ahead of time what some of those limiting beliefs are that your brain's going to come up with? I want you to write this all out and realize this ahead of time. This is going to happen. Then I want you to begin to create a plan of new beliefs surrounding this idea that you will get unintended results and it's supposed to happen. So how do we shift from those beliefs to beliefs around this idea? Is there a step between? Maybe your belief is unintended results are bad, they're not supposed to happen. So maybe the next step is maybe unintended results are supposed to happen. So what would I do differently if I believed that maybe they're supposed to happen? Maybe they're not so bad. Maybe they're, sub- maybe they're intentional. You know, really kind of create a plan of how you're going to approach this differently when it happens. Because your brain is still going to be a brain when you get unintended results. And you will get unintended results. So write all of this out ahead of time. It is intended that you will get unintended results. And I know that sounds crazy, but decided ahead of time, it's going to happen. It's intentional that I'm going to get unintended results and decide ahead of time what beliefs you want to have when this happens that will drive behaviors that will cause you to want to dive back into searching for solutions faster than you would have if you just, you know, fell into the old beliefs.
some of these beliefs are going to be tricky to spot ahead of time. So also, I want you to, in your plan, account for the fact that some beliefs are going to come up that you didn't predict ahead of time. So plan ahead that this is going to happen and create a strategy of how you're going to identify those beliefs as beliefs, see them for what they are as a story, not a fact. What's going to be your strategy there to do this? How are you going to identify this for yourself? This is something that I work really extensively on with my clients. We dive into this work of how what, how do we do this? How do we unfold this strategy of being able to identify beliefs in the moment so we don't fall into them and forget the fact that it's just one story, one story out of many. So I want you to create a strategy here of how you're going to identify those beliefs and see that they are just stories. And how will you then in the moment shift to a new thought or belief that moves you back into solution orientation and action orientation? How are you going to do that? Create that ahead of time. Okay, that's that's the first tool. It's all about your limiting beliefs. Second tool I want you to use, and actually this needs to happen before the first tool. So even though I'm saying this is the second tool, these aren't in sequential order. So the second tool is actually the first one. <laughs> okay, so you need to do this one first. The tool here, the second tool that is going to massively shorten your downtime into new action is having a clear authentic, aligned, and value-oriented vision of purpose for your future. I'm not talking about some nearsighted future where the purpose is being to achieve the goal. That's not a vision of purpose for your future. I'm talking about you see the end of your life. You've done everything that you truly wanted to do in it, including this one goal that you have here. You've done everything that truly aligns with your authentic core values and your truest desires of contribution. You have lived the lifestyle that made all of that possible, okay? I want you to create I want you to connect with that vision, that version of you that did all of that stuff. Create a vision in your head, track it back to the way that person does things and sees life believes about life, thinks about life, thinks about their wants, plans, and actions, track that back to now, what are they doing right now? What did they do when they got unintended results that put them back into action? Because remember, they already achieved the goals. That goal's already been achieved by them. They moved on to the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. They did all the things. All of the things that you truly want to do, they were just unstoppable. Literally anything that blows your mind that you're like, I wonder if I can do that. They did it. So if they did that, if they achieved that, when they got unintended results, and they also intentionally got them because they knew it was going to happen, what did they do when those results happened? What did they say to themselves? What did they make it mean? What actions did they take next? Be very clear and real here. And here is where I know that a lot of you are going to mess up. So I want to I want to preface this ahead of time. You're going to want to go to extreme. This all or nothing, black or white kind of thinking. Because that's what we do. But we don't live in all or nothing. We don't live in black and white. We live in life, which is gray and messy. It's not all or nothing. It's not black or white. So are humans. We are messy. We are not black or white. We are gray. We have a human brain that's all up in the messiness and the grayness. So be real here about the lifestyle that you want and lived to be that future you. I'm not talking about these drastic, crazy, all-or-nothing, intense bursts of action that you do to get to a crazy goal 
that then afterwards you're like, well, then what? I can't maintain that. I'm not talking about that bullshit. Not talking about doing that. I'm not talking about getting there, realizing you can't maintain it, and then going back to old habits because you didn't think of what would what would come next. And then you go back to the old habits until you think of the next burst of intense action that you're going to take that's going to launch you into some kind of result that you're hoping takes you so far away from your brain that it's not going to catch up to you. And then you just won't have those those old habits or those old thoughts or those old desires coming back up. That's never going to happen. It always It's always going to be there with you. Your brain is still going to be a brain. It's still going to be with you even after you achieve the goal. Okay, so if you don't learn to manage the brain ahead of time, if you don't learn to have that vision of future that goes far beyond whatever this goal is that you're going after right now, that is about a lifestyle that you want to live that at the end you're going to look back on and say, damn, I did all of that and I lived that life. I live that lifestyle. What is that lifestyle? I want you to connect to that vision of purpose that is aligned with your authentic core values. And this is where a lot of you are also going to mess up because you don't know what your authentic core values are. (laughs) You know what values you think you should have based on what everyone told you and based on what your parents told you and based on what the Bible and the church told you and school told you and all of these people told you and what TikTok tells you and Instagram tells you and your favorite athlete tells you and your favorite actor tells you and your favorite person that you look up to that's an influencer on social media. You know all of the values that they tell you about. But I'm talking about the ones that you were born and designed to be sensitive to that are your secret recipe to success. Stop freaking ignoring them. Get to know them. Get to know them. Not the ones that you think are your values because everyone else thinks they're popular and cool to have. This is also where you guys are going to mess up with this plan because you can't create a future plan of purpose if you don't know what those values are. So I want you to create a future plan a future you, a future vision of you that is aligned with the purpose, that aligns with your values, your authentic core values, and then look back at the lifestyle that you lived that made all of the things that you're going to achieve in this life by the time you die possible. What was that lifestyle? How does that bring you back to where you are right now with the goal in front of you? How does that vision of purpose align with what you're going to do When you receive the unintended results and all of the limiting beliefs come up that are going to happen because you have a human brain, what are you going to do? What's the plan? What does it align with? Who is that person that you're looking to, to be like, what did I do here? Do you have that vision of purpose? That's going to be your second tool, which is actually the first one that you're going to implement. And I want to be clear here. I know you guys think, oh, I don't need to do that. I'll just... I'm, I'm going to pick a goal that's big enough and intense enough that I'm going to launch myself at it. And once I achieve it, I'm going to be so far away from where I am right now and the beliefs that I have right now, they'll never be able to catch up with me. And I'll be good and just ride off on a horse into the sunset at that point in time. And I'm here to tell you that that BS, is that belief system and that bullshit is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You will get there and your brain will still be with you. It will still be a brain with the same thoughts and beliefs that it always had that you never processed or dealt with there's no space you can launch yourself to where those stories in your brain do not follow it is your responsibility to know those stories learn how to manage them and shift them according to your core values according to what you want out of life that is authentic for you not what you've been told you should want and can want Not what you think is all that you're allowed to or possibly able to want based in some old beliefs that came from what someone else told you. I'm talking about those deep inner desires that you keep burying under fear and doubt 
when we tap into those and we see the person that achieved them, we see the values that they have in life that led them to taking on the lifestyle that created the life in which they achieved all of those things. When you align with that, what does that person do right now to take action towards that goal? And what do they do when they receive unintended results? And all of the old stories come up. That is tool number two to implement first before you start considering what beliefs you want to have when you get unintended results. It's to have a future vision of purpose that is clear and aligned with an authentically desired lifestyle that you want, not the lifestyle that would be easy to settle for because what you really want might feel a bit hard sometimes. I'm not talking about that lifestyle. I'm talking about the lifestyle that lets you create everything that is your wildest dream that you've been trying to hide from yourself. But guess what? It's still there and it's not getting easier to hide it. It's not getting easier to live life hiding it. It's just getting harder and harder. So if you think that you're avoiding a hard life because you're avoiding your goals, you're just making it harder anyways. You're not avoiding the hardness. Life is going to be 50-50 anyways. What makes it fulfilling is when we make the 50-50 about what we truly align with, what is truly important for us. So when you do this, When you align with that, you have that future vision of purpose that is clear and aligned with an authentically desired lifestyle that you want, and you think from that space, what that person does who lives this lifestyle, what do they think when they get unintended results? What do they think that drove them back into action quickly in a way that led them to success? That's tool number two that I want you to use, but actually it comes first that is going to lead you to success. It's going to reduce that downtime between when you get an unintended result and when you're going to show back up again. This tool is crucial here, my friends. It is a non-negotiable to have sustainable success. Okay? not I'm not just talking about hitting a goal. That's not sustainable success. I'm talking about sustainable success here. As in you hit the goal, you kill it, and you know exactly where you're heading next. And nothing stops you and you're excited about it. You're moving forward into creating a whole entire life that you want, not just a goal that you want, not some short-sighted, oh yeah, when I when I hit that, I'm going to hit that pleasure moment and all life's going to make sense and then I'm just going to be like so ecstatic about that, I'll be able to do anything after that. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that bullshit. I'm talking about <laughs> long-term success that is sustainable, that is based on a lifestyle that you truly want to live, the big goals in life. Okay, not losing the same five pounds that you try to lose every year and being like, hey, hit the goal. I'm talking about losing those five pounds, waking up the next day excited about continuing the whole journey that you have planned out of a healthy lifestyle that those five pounds were just a tiny part of. It's not the point of the journey. That is just part of the journey. Talking about that, align, align, align with that vision of purpose. Align with it, then think about the limiting beliefs, and then the last One, one last necessary tool to reduce the downtime between unintended results to new action. And it's also going to help you with that second part of the data that says that what determined how short that amount of time would be would be how much of their plan they carried over into the new action and how much they went back to recreating and adapting and changing. Here's the tool. And it's going to sound so obvious, but you'd be surprised at how little we do this in our life. And when you implement this, it makes all of the freaking difference. Document, document, 
Document. I can't scream it loud enough. Document. Okay. Get a freaking journal. Get a voice recorder. I don't give a shit how you document it. But document, my friends. Document every freaking thing that you can. The more you document, the more you will have available to you to look at when you get unintended results. That you can say, okay, that worked, that didn't, that worked, that didn't. So instead of being like, oh man, I got unintended results. (sighs) Gotta start over again. And then you're just starting from scratch trying to create a new plan. Instead, you can be like, wait, wait, wait. I have all of this already planned out, all of this work that I already did, all of this time I put already put into planning, and these parts of this plan actually worked. They worked, so I don't need to throw them out. I can just reuse them. I just need to tweak this part right here and maybe that part right there a little bit and adjust that one up, adjust that one down. Document, document, document. This is where I see people flop all of the time because they get to the point where they get an unintended result and then it's like, I try and talk to them about, okay, so what happened? And they're like, uh, let me think. Um, And then they're just relying on their memory to tell them what happened. What were they thinking? What were they feeling at the time? What was going on? How did they implement it? What time of day did they implement it? Did it have to do with that? Did they eat properly? Did they sleep properly? What was their energy level like when they woke up? They don't know any of that because they're trying to rely on memory. Freaking document, guys. Document this stuff. This is the most important thing. I want you to treat your life and your success towards your goals like the most incredibly important and amazing science experiment that you will ever, 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 ever do. Because it is. That's exactly what it is. You getting out there and co-creating with the universe, co-creating with life to create the incredible results that you are designed to create in this life that literally no one else on this planet can because they have not experienced life the way you have or came into this life the way you have with the same genetics as you. You are literally the only person on this planet that can do exactly what you do how you do it. It is the most insanely, amazingly fulfilling science experiment of your life. Okay? I want you to treat it like that. You know, if you talked to people that are working on a doctorate or a master's thesis even, and they're doing research... You look at their documentation. They have so much written down. And if, if you talk to a scientist and you're like, so what are you doing? And they're like, oh, well, there's this over here. And I think I did that on this day, but I don't, I don't really know. I think I put those together. I don't remember how much I put in there. And I, I mix these things. And Well, there's the Petri dish. Do you want to look at it? How likely do you think that they're going to actually get anything out of that experience, experiment? They're not going to get anything. They don't know what they mixed. They don't know how much. They don't know what time. They don't know what under what circumstances. They don't know how long ago it was. They don't know anything. They just know that there's this like Petri dish sitting there with some stuff in it. And they're like, oh, cool. Let's look at it. They're not going to have success. Document, my friends. The scientists that have success, the ones that get the unintended results and they show back up anyways, the Wright brothers, when they invented actual human flight, 
They, you better bet your ass they documented every freaking thing that they did. The tilt of the wings, the material they made the wings out of, how much of that material, when they stretched it on, what temperature was it, you know, was it in the sunlight, was it in the shade? They documented every freaking thing. Wind speeds, barometric pressure, they documented every freaking thing that they could until, guess what, one day they took flight. And then they realized what worked And then they went back to their documentation so they could see, aha, that's what worked. That's why that worked. If they didn't have it documented, they'd be like, okay, we flew. How did we do it? Um, You want to try it again? See if we can do it again? Document, my friends. This is not only going to help you implement the number one predictor of success, which is shortening that time period between when you get unintended results and when you show back up again. Not only is it going to help you there, but it's also going to reduce the amount of your plan that you had before that you throw out before you implement a new plan because you will have it all down. You'll know what exactly didn't work and what did. So you only have to make two or three tweaks here versus starting the person over here who's starting over with a completely different plan. They're back at square one. You were at square 25 and now you got to go back to square 22 and start from there versus being at square 25 and then jumping all the way back to square one. And this is, I think, one of the biggest reasons why this is the biggest determiner of success. When we keep having to go back to square one, eventually we get just so frustrated with ourselves having to start over and we use so much creative energy. We get so overwhelmed and so burnt out and we can't explain anything that we did and why we did it and why it didn't work. We don't know any of that. All we know is we got to start over again. And this is why, because we didn't document. Document, 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 document. Document your feelings, document your thoughts, document your beliefs. Document how you slept. How many hours was it? How did you feel when you woke up? How did you feel when you went to bed? What were the, you know, did you have room? Document everything. Everything that surrounds what you are moving towards with your goal. Document it all. I promise you there will never be a point in time where you'll be like, well, I regret documenting that. Every little thing that you write down is going to help in some way, shape, or form at some point in time. Document it. And if you're wondering how it's going to help, find a way to make it help. Be like, well, I'm writing this down, but I don't, I don't really know what it does. You can find a way to make that help. I guarantee you. I'll, I'll help you do that. If you have some, some data that you've been tracking that you're like, I don't know how to use this. I feel like it's pointless. I can show you how we can use it. There's, I guarantee you there's a way to use it. So document. It's not too silly. It's not too small. I mean, if it's a health goal, document how you pooped in the morning. I don't know. Like, did it come out easy? <laughs> document it. Write it all down. Record it in a voice recorder. I don't care how you do it. Just document it. So these are my tools for you all here. I'm going to go back through them in the order that I want you to implement them now. So tool number one in the order of implementing is to have a vision of purpose. Have a vision of purpose that is clear and aligned for you about true wants. I'm not talking about the wants that are limited by limiting beliefs, that are limited by all the bullshit you've been told. Your true desires and wants create that vision of future aligned purpose and live from that version of you into where you are now. Document, document, 
document. That is your second tool. You start implementing that right away, even as you're creating that vision of purpose. Start documenting, documenting, documenting every single freaking thing you can. It is the most important thing. It is your life. Okay? And then the third strategy to implement, this third tool to implement here, is predicting the limiting beliefs that are going to come up when you get unintended results. Predict, predict, predict. Plan how you're going to deal with them. Plan how you're going to handle the ones that you can't predict because they're going to come up too. You will always have a human brain with you. It doesn't matter how fast you sprint ahead. You will always have a human brain with you that will carry with it limiting beliefs. It is your power as a human to use that mind instead of you letting it use you. That is your power, my friends. Take that brain, use it as a tool, and make decisions with it. Don't let it make decisions for you. That is your power. You might have been giving it away to your brain all this time. I'm here to tell you, take it back. And it's as little as a decision to take it back, to take it back. Okay? So those are my three tools for you all. In that order, vision of purpose, document, predict limiting beliefs, predict that they're going to happen, and how you're going to deal with them. Predict ahead of time that unexpected results are going to happen, and how you're going to deal with the limiting beliefs that come up when they do. The ones that are going to cause you to take more time before you show back up for new action. Predict those, how you're going to deal with them. Predict the ones that you can't predict and how you're going to deal with them too. And then remember, the whole entire time, document, document, document. Some of the most successful people in the world, the most incredible minds, they kept journals all of the time. They weren't just doing this because they liked writing about their feelings and feeling their feelings and being like, oh, feelings and write about them. No, my friends, they were documenting because they realized the importance of this giant experiment that is your life, that is you showing up with your genetics and your experience and everything that you are made of, your secret recipe of values and how you're going to approach the world and create something in it that only you are designed to create. And that experiment called life is the most incredible thing that, that you do. And you're not documenting it? Come on now. Document All right, that's what I've got for you all. These tools are just a few of the tools that I help my clients with implementing in their life. These are the three tools that I'm going to give you right here, a brief rundown of. This isn't everything. I can't give you everything about these tools in a podcast episode. But I promise you, if you implement them fully and properly, they are going to help you with using this data about the number one predictor of having success, which is shortening that time between when you get unintended results and when you show back up again. Use these tools and I promise you will see a difference there. You will see more success if you implement them fully and properly in your life. And if you want help with this, guys, that's what I do as a coach is I help help my clients find their ways of implementing these tools, these tools in authentic ways and ways that work for them and ways where they know how to use them and they don't need me to help them do it anymore. That's what I'm here for. I can show you how to use them if, if you want. If you, if you try implementing these and you're like, I, I, what am I doing here? What's going on? What is this soup? That... 
I'm here for you. I'm here to help you implement these tools and strategies and so many more in making you unstoppable and creating the success in this exciting and extraordinary experiment called life that you are now in. I'm going to help you use that in the most incredible way. All right? I love you all. I wish you the most success until I see you here again next week. And then more after that. Ciao. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the content of this podcast. If you did, please subscribe so that you're one of the first people to know when I release a new episode each week. If you have any questions or if you have interest in learning more about the coaching that I do with my clients one-on-one, then just head over to my website at www.lifecoachseth.com. That's www.lifecoachseth.com. There you're going to have the ability to reach out to me for questions that you might have, or to book your free discovery call with me to discuss what one-on-one coaching with me might be like for you. You can also check out and order your copy of my book to get a taste of what I'm all about as a person and as a coach. I'm so happy that you joined us today, and I hope to have you here again next week. So until then, let authenticity be the guide to your most unstoppable and fulfilling journey of life. 